0: And the Oscar goes to. And the Oscar goes to. Can't move. can say. Please be kind, especially when we don't know what's going on. So got.
1: Movies are dreams yeah. that you never forget.
0: Well, hello, welcome to the Watchlist podcast, where we look at film through the lens of faith. I'm Laura from Hope 103.2.
1: And I'm Russ Matthews from Real Dialogue.
0: And this week we're looking at a brand new release, Madam Web, starring Dakota Johnson as Cassandra Webb. She gets these uh, clairvoyant style powers where she can see the future and uses that to protect these three young girls who she comes to understand have pretty powerful destinies at stake and then she's got to protect them. So is this going to be the next big film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Russ, where does uh, Cassandra Webb fit in the world of Marvel?
1: Yeah, this is a fascinating one because, I mean, this is a Sony property, and so what they've done is they really want to hold on to the Spider-Man kind of universe, as it were. This brings in all the female dimension, and it's not just introducing her, but it's also these other characters that we see, these three teens that are supposed to be going on to be like the next Spider-Women um, within this whole realm. And so she's kind of the mentor. As we can understand, if you follow along in the graphic novel world, she's really kind of the Professor X, if that kind of helps you, kind of from that whole X-Men side of things, that she is kind of the, the mind and has the abilities to kind of direct them and has this clairvoyance about her. So it's a it's an interesting one, but I'm not sure, Laura, if they really delivered on this as far as understanding what her purpose mm. and why she's even relevant at all. Well, what are your thoughts?
0: I agree because if you're looking at this movie as the origin story of Madame Webb, which it's meant to be, I don't feel like they did a strong and strong enough job of really establishing the backstory of her character. You know, you get a you get a touch and look, there may be some spoilers in this conversation, heads up as we talk about this, but oh, yeah. you, yep. spoiler you, alert. <laughs> you get a sense of, you know, who her her mum was, this woman who is a scientist investigating this particular spider that is in Peru and that is how uh, Cassandra does end up with some of the powers that she has, part of that backstory and so you know that it's like, okay, this is who Cassandra's mum was, this is when she was born, this is kind of like the touch on her power but they don't really develop the character of Madame Web in terms of explaining like where does she exactly fit, what is the significance of what later we find out in the movie uh, sort of her secret powers, I would say in some respect the way that her mind fits into her overall powers i didn't really get a sense of like who Madame webb was and then you're supposed to be believing that she's going to be the next kind of matriarch of this part of this whole kind of spider-verse right. as you put it
1: I mean, I think that's probably one of my biggest knocks. It's not that I'm anti Dakota Johnson, but I just don't think that Dakota Johnson necessarily has the charisma to kind of carry this kind of character, the way that she acts and the way her persona is. You just don't really like her. And so the the problem is it's kind of hard to engage with her or find her appealing.
0: One of her strengths is what some might call like this kind of cool girl aesthetic. She's a little bit aloof. She's a little quirky. She kind of does so well in these more kind of indie, sort of um, style roles you know and she has done very well in that whereas in this one those characteristics don't necessarily translate for a role that's meant to be a little bit more uh, kind of traditionally motherly and like warm and that kind of nurturing aspect that these girls if you're going to build trust with these three girls who are total strangers at the beginning and they're going to go with you I'm not quite sure what the connection is that she's meant to have with them that would build that trust because if she's been... Being like aloof and cool girl-ish, yeah, to one degree, like that might work, but then she's also not warm enough to build that trust. So it's like, I'm either going to feel like I'm not cool enough to be your friend or that you're not really trustworthy enough because you're not kind of, I'm not feeling that like warmth, if that makes sense.
1: But then on top of it, all these characters, these supposed teens that look like 30 year olds, it's fascinating to me kind of looking at these three women and- there's supposed to be a, an outfit, a unit, a mm. troop or whatever you want to call it. And I never really felt like they had any chemistry um, themselves, within themselves. But it was really forced and quite quick. So mm. I guess I can understand that. But I just wasn't quite sure that the whole thing gelled as far as the group itself.
0: Yeah, there was a dynamic. There's a little bit that was a little bit strange because even with like the baddie Ezekiel, he constantly has these moments in the movie where he's under threat because the three, you know, teenagers that you mentioned there, he has these premonitions that they're going to be the people that one day kill him. So he's trying to find them and make sure that he kind of kills them first so that they don't get to him. And that's kind of his whole objective in the movie. But he keeps saying, you know, if they get me, they're going to destroy all I have become and this kind of empire. But, he's not really proven to be some kind of big entrepreneur or billionaire, whatever he's doing. Like I, you don't really understand who he is. So it's like, what is this big thing you're trying to protect and stop from being destroyed because who even are you, you know? Like exactly. we know who he is in terms of the plot, but you don't have a sense of why who he is matters and why these girls would be so, you know, sort of hell-bent on like getting him and why there would be any particularly terrible consequence if they destroyed what he was doing. So there's kind of no like weight to the the story, like the disconnection between all the different pieces, which is meant to be the story of a web, like given how disconnected it is reflecting that idea it's right. like what are you doing it was really really kind of hard to pin down exactly what was going on with this movie and why it did feel so fragmented. Oh, it was
1: it, it, that's one of the big challenges with these films as far as character development. I mean what have they done? They haven't really done any character development on the villain, which really for a great superhero to exist, you have to have an equal or even more powerful villain and I really didn't know anything about Ezekiel Sims. I don't Mm. care about Ezekiel Sims. I can see that he's a bad guy based on some of the choices that he makes obviously, but there really wasn't anything about him going, oh wow he he is so amazing or how did he get all this and all of a sudden you're like, oh I really don't know anything about him and then on top of it, I really wasn't sure what was going on with that so there wasn't a good villain and also the the women really didn't really have the chemistry that we're kind of hoping for Mm. and then on top of it there's time travel. I mean all of a sudden she She's all of a sudden in New York, then all of a sudden, what? She's in Peru, and mm. then she's back again, and then she drives around a cab that has no license plates on it <laughs> or tags on it and it never gets stopped by that. I always find that no. she's fascinating. So there were all of these elements that were so mm. disjointed – And I think what they were really hoping for is that they would kind of develop this kind of new kind of side of the, it's not the MCU, it'd be more more of the spider universe that they're kind of trying to develop over on the other side at Sony. I just found that they really missed it with this, Mm. uh, with Madam Web and also some of the other live action ones that they've done.
0: Hi, it's Georgia here. Just quickly interrupting this episode to tell you about another podcast that you'll love called Finding Hope. If you are just fed up with the negative news headlines and you want someone to tell you it's gonna be okay, finding hope is for you. Join me each episode as I sit down with incredible people who have been through trials and tribulations, but have found hope along the way. This season, I talked to an academic who was wrongfully imprisoned in Myanmar for two years a former heroin addict who now helps others through addiction and recovery, and a missionary doctor who's saved tens of thousands of lives in Africa. That's all to come on the newest season of Finding Hope with Georgia Free. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Is switching to some of the positives in this movie. I oh, did. Are there,
1: some? Okay, <laughs> there are, there are a couple. Tell me oh, there are. Wow, there's okay. a couple. I, I have one big one that I can't wait to share with you that I yeah. came up with. I'm like going, oh yes, but I, I can't wait to hear your positives because I am really looking for them.
0: Yeah. Well, when when I kind of saw, and it's like I'm kind of giving it the, giving it the benefit of the doubt a little bit because it's like I will look at what yeah. your intentions were, not just how you delivered them. So there's two things that I really sure. saw that I thought were pretty strong, and one of them was the the focus on how uh sort of our power, our capacity, our ability can come from our mind. Like madame mm. webb and and Cassandra, like her power and her ability to sort of see through things and be a sort of force for good, some of it was based within her mind. And I thought that's and and even one of the young girls, they were wearing a shirt for most of the movie that said I eat math for breakfast and like kept kind of, you know, <laughs> being able to like jump in with all of these like whoa, right. like your beautiful mind type <laughs> moments. Right. But I thought that to me was a really powerful thing to say, hey, our intelligence, our minds, the way we think, our intellect, that can be something that is a true power, a true force for good in our world, you know, in a culture that comprises looks and strength and bravado and all of these things to celebrate the mind and its power, I thought was a really great message to come out of Madam Web. And then I will also acknowledge that even though the delivery may...
1: I love how you're trying to find (laughs) something. It's like, you go, please find something nice to say about me. Well,
0: there are a like there is a couple, but I will acknowledge that what they were trying to do too in creating this, again, this group where you've got like the the sort of the older woman mentoring and kind of helping to protect and shape the lives of these younger girls, there's something really positive in that because inherent in Cassandra's character is the fact that she can see ahead that these young girls have a really significant destiny that's going to be sort of uh, coming up and so her thing is to say what can I do to protect them in a very practical sense don't want them to die but then to also train to teach and to help them find the way through to that destiny and sure it's very awkwardly delivered it is not necessarily put together very well and watching her try to teach them CPR and then how they later use it it's like okay what was going on with that but but I'm seeing the kind of the higher level intention of wanting to say people need community, you need to be sort of uh, nurtured in some respect and believed in. Loved that.
1: That's right. And I, and I totally agree with you. I, th- I think that that's one thing that I, I did take away from it. I think they were trying to develop. So the intent was there. Did they deliver? Not so sure. But yes, the value of mentors and the value of community and how we all need one another. And then also, I mean, even kind of there's a biblical edge as far as they all kind of considered themselves orphans, but yet as a community that really brought them together as a family. And so that they were really kind of seen of having value and also what they would also project on and continue on to be as we don't unfortunately see in this film, but it is one that we if they do get another film, it will probably show that. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got two... Two two of my positives. You ready? Ready. (laughs) Mine are a little more cheeky. But one is that this one is going to make Morbius and the Marvels look like cinematic gems. I mean,
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey, Venom is brilliant.
1: Venom is great. I didn't say anything about Venom. Oh, good.
0: Oh, I misheard you. I misheard you. I misheard you.
1: I said Morbius. Morbius. And the Marvels, um, those those two films, which weren't all that great, and I wasn't really a big fan of either one of them, but I found that they were really, they actually had some value that went beyond this one. So this one kind of goes, fortunately, takes the, the banner, it takes all the way down the bottom rung of the ladder as far as quality of films in the whole MCU thing. But my favorite thing, okay, this is my favorite thing, especially as we're looking ahead to kind of the celebrations that might be going on in relationships and people wanting to go out to see movies together, maybe as couples or as friends. This actually gets the Phil and Claire Dumphy Award from Modern <laughs> Family for me. Okay, and I explain to you real quick what that means is that in um, season two, chapter, I mean episode eleven, they have they go see movies. This one is actually the episode's called We're Not Here to See Crockett Puss. Looking at the fact that they go see silly, dumb films to kind of bring them together as a couple. And so I really think that this one definitely qualifies as the Phil and Claire Dumphy Award. As being that time, if you want to go out and see a cinema and you want to see a movie that really doesn't make you think at all, and you're just gonna sit there and laugh at all the inappropriate times and you're gonna be sitting there going, Oh, the popcorn's probably better than the movie, but really more than anything, I'm investing in the person I'm with. Oh that's one. I think that this one really wins that award for me because I was trying to find something positive and that's where it's at.
0: You can bond over trashing it, you know? I like that. Like if we, this is, I think it's um, uh, comedian Dustin Nickerson who says this, where he's like, the people that have the best relationships are the people that hate the same things because they kind of go, ah! And you like bond over like shared hatred as opposed to, you know, shared love of us uh, right. stuff. So maybe that'll be Madame Web for so many people. Like it, it, it is, you know, it is fun. And yeah, we haven't even said anything thing about Sydney Sweeney uh, playing one of these characters. like I do feel for her a little bit that this was released after Anyone But You and after she was kind of positioned in this other romantic comedy kind of world and then she's like into this one now. But who knows? Will there be a sequel? Will we actually finally get to see the powers that these young girls are meant to possess? I have no idea. I don't know that it will get there. But you can at least maybe start with Madam Webb, Russ.
1: Yeah, we might be able to start with Madam Webb. You know, and hopefully all we can do is go up from here. So hopefully that we'll be able to see some other films that have kind of come out. And the thing is that you're still getting out to the cinemas. I just, I hope that people will be able to go out and enjoy a movie at the movies. It, you know what? There are worse things to do and you probably still can't enjoy the popcorn in <laughs> are relationship. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. There are worse things to do. Well, with that, we'll wrap it up. Thank you for joining us on The Watch List. You can subscribe wherever you're listening to your podcast. Of course, see video versions of this on the Hope 103.2 YouTube channel as well. And until next time, we'll see you then. Bye.
1: All right. See you at the movies.